0: Alright, well, I find myself alone in my house, nobody's here, and I figured, you know what, let's do one by ourselves, let's see what happens if we do an episode just with me. So, a little awkward, a little different, being in the room by myself, but I wanted to talk about some of the things that I've been writing down in my little dear diary, people call them journals but I don't care it can be a diary or it can just be your thoughts on paper but one of the things I've talked about I haven't talked about but I've written about um Dr. Jordan Peterson I'm not trying to steal this from you but he talks about if you haven't heard of Dor- Jordan Peterson he's uh he's he's an interesting man he's got a lot of different thoughts and ideas and philosophies on things and a lot of the things he says I'm totally in agreement with um but he talks about men should be monsters you should be a monster and then once you've decided that you can accept that role in your life that you are a monster then you need to learn how to control it and what you can do with that monster and I always thought after I heard that of <laughs> you know I probably have some monsters um, built up inside things that I've experienced in my life and it's created monsters and I've started to write down some ideas on what that means and how to handle that monster. um, A lot of times it's not about keeping the monster chained down and locked up, but it's treat that monster with whether it's love or kindness or acceptance or just understanding. um, Making sure that that monster is aware that I know you're there and I know you have a purpose but when is it appropriate to release that monster? Um, And a lot of this is going to be random. A lot of these thoughts are just going to be all over the place because I wrote them down over a few days of just thoughts that run through my head, and I put it through a pen on paper. So uh, if we don't keep track of where I'm going with this, we'll just hopefully be able to learn from some of the things that I say. Um, With monsters monsters inside of us it's the one of the questions I've thought of is what what creates the monster are you born with the monster inside or are monsters created because of experiences that you have in your life and then you start to plant that seed of a monster and then as more experiences happen to your life like a cumulative uh, exposure to certain situations is that put a little bit of water and sunshine on that monster and allow it to grow and become bigger and bigger. (coughs) Um, You know, I've, I've thought at times that we're not really, probably can't say or determine whether or not we're born with a monster or if we are creating monsters along the way in our lives. But I think, for the most part, in my experience and what I've gone through, I think mostly they're the monster was. There's a little bit of you know evil inside of everyone. There's a little bit of a monster inside of everyone. But mostly, it's been cultivated as we grow. Um, there's probably some examples of people who were born with monsters inside of them at an early age because of their DNA. Um, maybe things are wired a little bit differently for them, but. For me, I believe that my monster was small when I was born and uh, grew as I have gone through my my life and the things I've gone through. Um, Some of the things I wrote here was, Most likely each monster in the creation of it can be traced back to a singular or cumulative span of events, which is probably traumatic, right? Traumatic uh, experiences that we go through. Uh, To be a monster, you must recognize you have a monster inside. It could have been created due to trauma experiences, PTSD, DNA, on-the-job exposure, or a multitude of reasons. For me, one of the biggest traumatic things that happened to me when I was young um, was the absence of my father and uh, his lack of attention, his lack of caring for me, his lack of wanting to be a part of my life, and I yearned for that uh, relationship, and it, it never happened. And I think that was maybe the onset of... The creation of my monster. Um, Jordan Peterson also says, "How you know become? Men should become monsters. Become a monster." And I thought, okay, so what does become mean? What do you, What do you mean by become a monster? Can we replace become with release the monster? Now how do we embrace the the monster? How do we accept the monster? How do we nurture the monster? How do we train the monster? How do we teach the monster? Can we polish that monster? Can we build and control? Can we utilize and feed that monster? Um, The first thing is understanding it. If you've got a monster, let it be known. Let it um, be accepted in your life um, and recognize it, right? There's a calm before the storm sometimes with me. I, I shut down. Um. I stop communicating with people when I start to feel enraged or angry. Um, I only talk to myself inside of my head. I don't express those feelings verbally. Um. And a lot of times if if I start to do that, I'm sort of allowing the monster, that rage inside, be my therapist. And that's not how I need to use that monster. I need to use that monster in appropriate times. But I need to be in control of it, Right um before the rage explodes, there's there's a calm that's drumming up uh drumming up solutions to a problem. But those are all solutions that are filled with anger and, and violence and and that's that's not what I need to be doing. Um we talk about like if we're walking through the park or a, a national park or a forest or something across the country it talks about don't feed the animals, don't feed the bears. You go to a zoo it says don't feed the Don't feed the lions. You go to a pond, it says don't feed the ducks. But I don't think that applies to my monster. Um, I think we need to feed our monster. We need to feed our monster with exercise. We need to feed our monster with education. We need to feed our monster with kindness and love. We need to feed our monster with the ability to Unleash itself in the appropriate moment, you know, so and, and what's it what's an appropriate moment, I guess the appropriate moment would be in a fight or flight sort of a situation, whether it's on the job as a police officer or if you're in the military and you are in a position of combat, Um whether it's at the grocery store and somebody wants to step up and get into your face or they're trying to hurt your uh loved ones, something along those lines, that monster is effective in those moments, right? Um, Unfortunately for me and my monster, I don't have the ability to solve 99 out of 100 problems with my monster. And sometimes my monster wants to solve those problems. Wants to solve the issues with my kids not making their bed. And the monster says, it's time to make your bed. But in a monster way, it's not in a loving dad way, right? Um, So trying to, Understand how to control when that monster is released. That's that's the biggest part. How to release your monster. Um. A lot of times the monster is released when I introduce substances that prohibit self-control like alcohol. You let that monster feel a little bit more brave when you have things in your body that loosen your inhibitions, right? Uh and it's it's good to understand that your monster wants out he knows when you're vulnerable and he will escape when he can he's wanting to get uh get some action he wants that adrenaline rush he wants his turn he wants his moment in in the sun right um It's important to understand that if you're going to release the monster, it needs to be a deliberate decision in a sober mind in a um in a specific situation when that when that release needs to occur uh, you talk about it, we talk about in in law enforcement and in the military there's four rules of firearm safety um the four rules are weapons and guns are always loaded, always considered to be loaded. Never point your gun in the direction of something you're not willing to destroy. Don't ever put your finger on the trigger until you're willing to, uh, fire your gun and destroy what you're pointing at and be aware of the backstop of your target. So the things that are beyond your target, be aware of what you're shooting at and what's behind it. Right? So those are the four rules of firearm safety. Um, I made up the four rules of monster safety. Uh, first one is the monster is always ready to attack Uh, the second one never direct the monster at anyone or anything you're not willing to destroy right so the monster is always ready to attack he's always wanting to be be released he's always wanting to be set off and he wants to move uh just like a firearm all it takes is three to five pounds of pressure on a trigger and that 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 weapon will fire so it's the same thing with your monster he's always ready to go You never want to direct the monster at anyone or anything you're not willing to destroy. So that monster should not be released at your loved ones, at your friends. That monster is to be released in specific moments, in combat, in fight or flight situations, on the job when it's necessary, correct? Um, Don't ever have your hand on the release button until you're ready for that, the consequence of that monster's actions. So sometimes you might be ready to just unload that monster on somebody, but you don't want to have your finger on that tr- that p- that trigger or that pressure pad that will release that monster. Um, and you want to be in control of that release button. So if you're under the influence of alcohol or some sort of narcotic or prescription drug or something like that, you want to make sure that you're in a position where your finger's not on the button to release the monster. So I look at that as if you're having a bad day, and you're angry about a lot of stuff. That's probably not the day for you to have a drink. If you're upset. And stressed out and frustrated with life. That's not the day to turn to. A substance. That's going to alter your mind. And limit your. Um, control of that monster. Because your finger is going to. Slip and it's going to hit that release button on that monster. And it's going to explode. And then the other. The last uh, rule. Of. Monster safety is be aware of how the monster will affect those around you. Because there have been times when I've unleashed the monster, not on my loved ones, but I've released the monster on other people. But my f- my family's been present, and it's affected them. It's l- made them look at me differently. Um, you know, I've had people who have wanted to get into physical altercations with me, and I haven't backed down. And that monster has come out aggressively. And unfortunately, my family has been witness to that on a couple of occasions, and they don't like it. I don't like it. It never turns out r- right. Um, so definitely understanding how to control that and follow those four rules of monster safety. Um, some other things I've thought about are how to build your monster. How do you give it what it's, what it needs, um, not what it wants, right? So you need to educate your monster through reading and writing, understand why the monster wants out and why the monster wants to have a party in the sun and, and mm-hmm. unload on people. Um, a lot of times for me, it's I need to learn to use my words and to be articulate and to understand how to communicate. Uh, again, Dr. Jordan Peterson talks about if you can learn to speak and write, you're absolutely deadly. And that's, um, that's the counteraction to unloading a monster onto somebody else. If you can learn to speak and write, you will be absolutely de- deadly. Um, something I wrote here, I'll read it how I wrote it. A disagreeable person is a person who knows what they want and will get what they want. Does not pay to be a nice person. Nice people get trampled and left behind. Be disagreeable and learn to speak and write and you will become deadly and successful. This is not to say we can be absolutely disrespectful of people. It only means we must speak truth even if it stings. And I think that's a quote from Dr. Jordan Peterson. When your monster is educated and articulate, in the moments of unchaining the control of that monster will be highly effective. So in other words, if I can make sure that I'm in full control of my monster and me and the monster are both educated and articulate, when I need to unleash that monster that monster will be effective and under control. Um, some of these things that I've written down are, have been kind of helpful to me as, as far as understanding what I need to do to control my anger, to, to give myself the best possible um, advantage, I guess, in situations where I feel like I might be losing it a little bit. One of the biggest things I've learned is know your mood, know how you are feeling in the moment, and do not let others or other substances or other situations control your reactions. Um, Going into anything with a clear mind and with a clear head and a pure goal is always better than allowing your to control the moment because when the monster's out it's real hard to dial that back in and you cannot get forgiveness for what the monster does the monster will always uh, force others to look at you in a different light and if you don't want people to look at you as a monster uh, you need to learn to control it i totally agree that we should be monsters we should absolutely be deadly with our words and our actions and our and our communication. Um but only when it's appropriate and only when it is in a safe environment. Um like I said, ninety nine out of a hundred problems can be solved with articulation, education and communication. That one time though, uh, you might have a moment when that monster needs to take over and run the show for a short period of time. Doesn't have to be for a long time. Most interactions with police officers that are violent last probably under three minutes. Um some s very few seconds. Um and I'm saying most situations monsters are able to come out and really run the show for those few minutes but then after that you need to be able to set it aside control yourself, control your emotions, chain that monster back up (coughs) and you might have to have your finger on the trigger real fast um, and ready to go if something else pops off real quick but you need to be able to mitigate that and control that ebb and flow of the release and then the the caging it, and then release it, and then right back to caging it, and those are it's got to be practiced, it's got to be thought about, it has to be considered, because the consequences of allowing your monster to take over can be detrimental to a lot of different facets of your life so that's my little talk about monsters today um, appreciate you, this is uh, Black House on the Corner podcast um, this was just Nate today just talking by himself, taking some time, even though it's a little bit awkward talking about this stuff by myself, the whole family's gone, so it's kind of nice to get a turn alone, so appreciate your time, have a great day.